0: It's Larry here Xbox Live's Major Nelson, and you're listening to my second favorite podcast It's Party Chat. See you later. Xbox on.
1: Game on, baby. Wow! <laughs> Don't make a girl promise you
2: can't keep.
1: Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I am your host, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by everyone's favourite uncle. It's Uncle Jesse. <laughs> I'd I probably mean, rather hear that than you laughing to be honest with you so I, uh, I, was, I
0: was struggling to get that up and running as quick as I could, I didn't think you were going to call on me at first <laughs>
1: and the queen of cosplay herself, it's Karina I don't
2: have a fanfare I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel like how'd you follow that up? come on I, you you can, you can. oh, I can't follow that up but welcome. Oh, well. Happy New Year. Hello.
1: Happy New Year. And a Lord and savoury Snack himself is delicious cheese.
3: Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was just I'm still I I, I can't believe you. you you came out with the, the horn.
0: Is that, blaring, is that blaring? Is that blaring
3: loud right in the
0: speaker? <laughs> right, like, right. You know what I mean.
3: I'm, I'm actually crying right now. I'm like
0: trying to wipe the tears out of my eyes. So, oh. so my, I have to tell you guys. I was playing a streaming with my buddy. I don't think I was actually streaming at the time. I was playing PUBG with my buddies. Last night, at my buddy's friend, we're playing, and he gets his first kill, and he puts this thing up to the microphone, presses the button. I, like, <laughs> lost it. I absolutely <laughs> lost it. Was not expecting it whatsoever, and I was like, I need that app. I need that so, app on my phone right it, now. <laughs> you,
3: you know that, that that sound is, like, synonymous with, like, uh, montage parodies, right? Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's actually... There's actually um, A song on the uh, on the internet, like when montage parodies reach their final form, because everyone (laughs) everyone loved uh, Sandstorm by Darude, Mm -hmm. right? You know, song name Uh, and lyrics. There's yeah yeah, and there's a a cover of Sandstorm entirely made with that sound.
0: Doesn't surprise
3: me. How? Doesn't surprise me. I I will provide links. (laughs) It's it's amazing.
1: No one wants to hear that. Oh, but you do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is our first podcast of 2018. Well, we took a well-deserved rest uh, over the Christmas and holiday period as you Americans Say, but later on, we're going medieval on you, as we have an interview with Rick Lagnese, Community Manager for Warhorse Studios, the developers of a February release for Xbox and PS4, Kingdom Come Deliverance. So you do have that to look forward to later. But anyways, we traditionally get this podcast started with what we've been playing. So I'm going to go to you, Clay, first with your annoying soundboard oh and ask, what have you been playing so far this year and over the holiday period?
0: Um, Surprisingly, I have not played any, any Rainbow Six Siege. What? Is that crazy? Is that crazy? I haven't played Siege in like two weeks. And oh,
2: but Charles. It's
0: It is. It is. It really is. And I'm I'm debating on jumping back into it. I've uh, been playing a whole lot of PUBG, I think like everybody. Um, I was also jumping back into Quantum of the Breaks, which I am very much, much more enjoying now that I'm a bit further along and progressing in the skill tree area. I think I'm almost done with the game. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I've got to stop playing PUBG and <laughs> get back to actually finish that. And we'll, we'll talk about later on. I'll mention some, some witcherness. But uh, I, I need to get going on The Witcher. I, I've said I'm going to start on that, and I really need to get started with that game. I picked it up like months ago. And you should
3: you should live stream while you do it, and like let us just dis- make the decisions for you because you oh, know yeah? that would that could never go wrong. No, never, <laughs> never. Karina,
2: uh, I've just been playing a bit of PUBG, really. This... Karina, Karina, yeah.
3: C- congratulations on what? Five hundred.
2: Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> like play I was waiting for it.
3: Yeah, boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you passed 500 subs on Mixer. Congratulations. Ah,
2: thanks. And, next and, and, up, 1,000, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Is that the next milestone? Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. You'll be there
0: in no time. You got to 500 in like lickety, lickety I quickness. I was about to say.
2: That's, that's probably Mixer's new. Actually, while we're on the topic of what we've been playing, it's probably Mixer's new um, mode. The I don't know if anyone's been in it. Uh, Claire, have you been in it? The yeah. Hype Zone? Uh, yep. Been no, been it's a brilliant times. mode. Like, but I think that makes it worse, though, because the, the pressure, like when you're in the top 10 or whatever it is and Hype Zone appear, you've got about 200 people watching you. The pressure really, really gets onto you.
0: But <laughs> that, that's what makes what's it so worse? much better. Karina, what's worse is when you're doing really well and you're like, all right, we're in the top five. Hype zone's coming. Hype zone's, I didn't get hype zone.
2: Oh, yeah. You wait for it and you wait for it and you're getting shots, you're getting headshots, his best ever. And then they always appear at the worst time. Like they appeared and I think I died instantly on one of them and I was like, oh, great.
3: That's not as bad as Clay's uh, best hype zone. You want to tell everyone about that, Clay?
0: Yes, oh, where okay. I uh all of a sudden looked up at my screen and noticed there was 150 people watching my screen stream and I'm sitting there on my laptop as I my playing.
2: Oh yeah. Dead. <laughs>
0: I'm like, "Wait, what? There's 150 people in here?" <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even playing. I wasn't even oh. playing. Not even paying attention. Wasted oh. opportunity.
1: Even playing 190s Kidina? Um,
2: no. I played a bit of the Destiny uh expansion, but I can't remember how long that it came. Yeah, because they released a new raid. But apart from that over Christmas, I've kind of got addicted to PUBG. I think it's just the adrenaline. I, I get really, really like, not competitive, but I get really angry. Um, I get, I get (laughs) like, if I die, I'm like, ah, why did I do that? And get really like angry at the (laughs) TV.
1: Well, for me, I'm afraid it's a common theme this week, but I cannot stop playing PUBG to the point where I've got a couple of chicken dinners, um, on Duo. And squad. In fact, Clay, did we not win one? Did we? I can't remember. I thought we did. We might have. Maybe not. We
0: might have. I, the yeah. most I've won. I, I mean, I, I seem to rack up most of my wins. My most of my chicken dinners either in duos or in squads. Um, yeah. I'm getting fat over here eating all these chicken dinners, folks. <laughs> <laughs> when
3: they happen so much, you can't even remember. Like, uh. <laughs> no. But
1: there's one thing eluding me, and that is that solo win Aww. to the point the point where I'm not streaming, I'm appearing offline just so that I'm not getting distracted or party invites or anything else and just trying to knock out that soul win. But I can't get it. Finish top ten, top five, and it is frustrating as anything. And yes, the game has had some crashing issues and, and everything else. But overall, it is so much fun. I really, really do not care. I am loving PUBG.
3: Nice.
2: I got my solo my solo chicken dinner dressed as a bush. That was cool.
3: You? Oh, yes, right. You were dressed as a bush.
2: Yeah, I was like, I have all the things. I was just sat there dressed as a bush for me, and that is, that is probably the only reason why I managed to get it because I was just in a ghillie suit, just chilling in a bush. It was quite a good moment. Proud moment. <laughs>
3: I don't know if i'd be proud of that when just, when so- we go to, to gamescom this year i'm assuming you're going to go cosplaying as a bush yes <laughs> we need we need nah.
2: i need like some attachments like in Fortnite, they put christmas lights we need to find some like mid-year <laughs> we need to just find i don't know decorate it and that's it i will go as a bush that'll be the all see that's it that's the ultimate cosplay and if you don't want to be seen by anything just curl up in a ball and there you go yeah.
1: So that's it. If you want to go to Gamescom, <laughs> you can see Kirina's bush.
2: Um, <laughs> what, uh, so, what is this I knew podcast? something like that would come up.
1: <laughs> now, guys, before we move on to what's been happening and the subreddit and... R- R- Russ?
3: Yeah? You didn't ask me. Did I not? No. <laughs> No, I'm just sitting here, <laughs> like, oh, okay, I see. We're moving on, are we? <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's fine.
1: asked all, important people.
3: Oh, shade. Well, if anyone wants to know, I don't. I don't actually own PUBG um, yet, so I haven't been playing that. But I did play Super Lucky's Tale. Oh, I like
2: at, that. It's a nice uh, game.
3: It is a nice game. It reminds me very much of um, Crash Bandicoot. It feels very similar. Nice controls, pretty graphics. It's a nice game. It's impossible to feel bad when you're playing that game. Everything oh. is just so, so cheerful. Unless cheerful things annoy you, then I guess maybe that game would be, be infuriating. Yeah, yeah, a bit I, cheesy. I, I played that, and I played *Cena uh, Blade Chronicles* on the Switch, and I played *Morph Pit People*, and I played. I played lots of stuff over the. Over the new year, actually, but but no PUBG, unfortunately. Well,
1: hopefully you can pick up some PUBG, and we can get some chicken dinners as a squad. But w- will we find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week?
3: We might as well.
2: You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat podcast. This week in the subreddit.
1: First story this week. Reese, take it away.
3: Microsoft has discontinued the Kinect. Uh, what's the ever? Yeah. Uh, that according to me. User fast forward 23. Uh, basically, Microsoft announced that they were just continuing the Kinect adapter. It's important to be specific here because the Kinect ah, still yes. exists, but it's the Kinect adapter. But, it also means that they're basically discontinuing the Kinect because modern Xbox Ones, the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X don't support it. So, um, whew, if if you're a, a, an eBay scalper right now, business is good. People are selling oh, them Oh, really? People are selling the Kinect, Kinect adapters for hundreds of dollars on...
0: No way, really? Yeah, yeah yes way. I...
2: <laughs> I, I was waiting on, for the guys. sound. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> you
3: got to be prepared, man. But the, oh no! So <laughs> the Wilhelm scream. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can do
4: that.
0: Who here still uses their Connect? Wow. I use it to stream. Yeah, I was going to say that's the only thing I use it for or was using it for.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have a, a full streaming setup yet, um, and basically I use the Connect, which is on a. A nice little thing that sits on top of my TV to stream, and it works perfect for what I need it for. Um, since they stopped the sort of motion and most of the voice commands, I haven't used it for anything else apart from that. That and playing Boom
3: Ball. Boom Ball, yeah, it's sad. I, I'm really upset. I don't own a Connect anymore, even though I love my Connect. That was one of the biggest. Biggest champions of the device, just because I I had I traded my old Xbox in to upgrade to the X because I ain't got no money here and um, I I didn't buy the connector for it because they're already so hard to come by in Northern Europe uh, that it wasn't worth it and now they're not even making them anymore so I I actually accidentally made the right choice but I mean you know it, Microsoft had such a good thing going here it, I mean look at Look at Amazon Echo, or or right. uh, look, look. You know what's what's her name? Um, Alexa. Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Like five years before it was even launched, like this thing is super popular now. But for some reason, the Kinect was digital Satan.
0: Like uh, it, I'm telling, you, it's because it had the camera on. It was more than anything. Probably. I, yeah. I still don't understand why with the X we didn't just get some sort of a built-in mic so that we could still have the voice controls that was like the camera the games okay the camera okay I can use it for streaming which is actually pretty cool but the voice commands being able to walk down to my basement and while I'm walking down the stairs and say Xbox on and have my Xbox turn on and it turn on my TV by the time I round the corner and get to the sofa everything's booted up and loaded for me it was so cool Yeah, it was
3: awesome. Yeah. We're gonna have to change we the to... To
0: podcast intro.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's gonna to have to go. Yeah.
3: Nah, ah. it's it's nah.
1: history. It's iconic, but <laughs> <laughs> why not just put it in the controller?
3: Yeah, you Ooh, mean like the, the PS4?
1: Well, the PS4 is the other but way. But in around
3: reverse, though, isn't yeah, it? it has a microphone. Yeah. I mean, a speaker. Yeah, like that makes
1: sense to me. You know, most people wear headsets as well nowadays. Can you control the Xbox, your voice, using your headset? Oh, can you? Yeah, you can. I don't know. You can. I'm asking. I, I, yeah, I wasn't
3: sure. Can, but I, only with Cortana. Right, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you've got if you've got your headset on, I you can say, that. hey, Cortana. Yeah, you can. Karina, what's the next topic?
2: Uh, as we're speaking about PUBG, uh, there has been a major update today. Uh, I'm yet to try it. I really hope it fixes the crashing because that really annoys me. Uh, Let me just tell you,
0: let me just tell you, I fired up a game as soon as I heard about it. By the way, there's like, it's like a four gig update.
2: Oh, it's a big update, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it was either two or four. I think it was four gig update. Um, I parachute, sorry, first when the game loads up and you're waiting in that sort of waiting lobby area, there's like no lag whatsoever, which is cool. Then, when you are flying in, and you notoriously land, and you see blobs for buildings, and <laughs> everything's stuttering all over the place, you're trying to get in buildings, and it's just... You could actually you know, hear the servers banning. being like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. oh! They
0: somehow have magically fixed all of that. It was the best experience uh, flying in it. and seeing... Everything load in properly and not <laughs> see just blobs for buildings when you <laughs> land. Uh, I had, I think I only had rubber banding issues appear once, and that was maybe halfway through the game. And I think it was when I was bunched together with, I was driving and I was passing school, and I'm assuming there was a bunch of people there, and maybe that's when it occurred, but it was it was slight. I uh, didn't have any crashings whatsoever, and I placed third in that game. Which was nice. it? Was hurt? It hurt. It got killed by a grenade. But it was uh, it's it, this seems like the best update yet. And by the way, my favorite feature of this update is they have an option now where you can completely turn off the music while you're in that waiting <laughs> in the waiting lobby area. <laughs> so no more, uh, no no more of that music there. Didn't they also
3: introduce first person mode?
0: Um, they oh, they yeah. have dedicated yeah, dedicated first person. Mode. Yeah,
3: sorry, I should specify like first person
0: only. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool for those folks that want to venture think, in and play the game. I think that moment.
3: would make the game so much better. Like, it would make it much more tense. Probably would.
0: It probably helped me shoot a little better if I played like that.
3: Pro- probably not good to make a game already as tense as PUBG, more tense, but, but you know.
2: Who does? I'm glad they fixed it, though. I was having the, uh, when Clay was saying the textured building, uh, I once spawned it, well, dropped in, parachuted tried to walk through a door but because it absolutely just bitched out everything, I ended up being stuck in the door and dying instantly and not even loaded <laughs> in the game but the the only advantage was it uh, was you could actually walk through walls at the beginning within, like, you basically had about three seconds before everything started like collecting itself and I used to just walk through walls just to get into buildings and you could see everything all over the floor, so you just pick it all up and quickly run out before it all loads <laughs> so I used to just uh, well, it's not really cheating, but I used to do it that way. Other than that, I have died so many times from the glitch, and I've died by a fence being uh, loaded into me. I've been dying loading into a door. I'm so glad they fixed it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty happy with the turnaround time with all of this. I mean, with the... I, I can only imagine how many people have bought this game. Um, and there have been more than a few updates since it rolled out. I think a lot of those other ones were a lot more of the minor Updates And everybody was like, when are you going to fix the game from crashing? Why do I keep <laughs> crashing every game? It's like one t- at least once a game, you're going to crash in black screen and have to load back into the game and pray. Pray you weren't driving and drive straight into the ocean <laughs> or force gumping it across the map. <laughs> you just, your lifeless body's just running, running across the map. <laughs> uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. If you haven't picked it up, definitely, definitely get in there and pick it up. Um, why don't we look at the next one here, which is a very serious topic that I specifically wanted to talk about. Um, this is from user Stock Jammin which is when, 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 when will the appear offline feature ever get fixed on the Xbox? Do you guys use this feature, the appear offline status? Nope. Uh, nope?
2: I've started to.
0: Yeah, okay. Ross, um, do you? He just said you eh, No.
3: He just said no, you did. didn't see that. He said you appear offline, so I don't want to disturb you while you're playing PUBG.
1: Oh, no, but this is offline. Oh, sorry, I thought this is offline mode. You know, that way when you you play offline.
3: Ah, no, no, well, no. I appear offline. Is,
0: appear right. offline. Yeah, this is the ah, status so, I misread it. So people. Yes, I do use it. Yeah, people don't think that you're online, but clearly see that you're online. For those that are not. I didn't already. know that was a thing. Yeah. So okay. if you, how do they- so if you, it basically how this works is if I log into my Xbox, it's going to show that I'm online. And then usually mm-hmm. what happens is uh, you'll get some messages. Maybe I'm watching a movie or something like that. Or maybe I want to play a game and don't want to be bothered by notifications and all that other stuff. Or maybe I just don't want people to see that I'm online doing whatever it is I'm doing on my Xbox. Yeah, when and- you're supposed to be working, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Please, shut up. Um, so, <laughs> So <laughs> uh, you can change your status. If you go to your profile, there's an option that says appear offline. So if you change your status to that, what should happen is you shouldn't appear online to anybody. What But what happens is your name shows up there on your friends, friends list as offline. So they know you're there. You're just not actively sharing your statuses with everybody like, as to what you're
3: doing. It's it's a different status as to when you are actually offline, is what, right. what he's saying. Like the word offline next to your name only happens when you're in a peer offline mode. So when when you're actually offline, it says offline last seen two hours ago doing this. Right.
2: I never yeah, realized yeah. that.
3: I never realized that it's either. It's an issue. So if you, okay. if you see someone just with offline, they're actually online and they just don't want to talk to you. Right. Mm. They, hate, they hate they hate you. That?
0: yeah, they really don't I, like. I, it. I would I would love it if this <laughs> went back to how it worked on the 360 where it it's, was like that. It's a really <laughs>
3: unusual decision. I don't understand like wh- why not just have busy and then yeah. have offline? I,
0: I was extremely happy to see with one of these dashboard updates that that toggle, Was right there. If you go to your user profile, you don't have to drill into the profile. You just go to the first screen of your profile. There's a few options, and one of those is appear offline or appear online, depending on what it is. And I thought for sure it was going to be fixed when they rolled it out, and it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) I like to game and not be seen online gaming for a variety of reasons, some of (laughs) which (laughs) include what time of the day or evening. I might be playing video games <laughs> or using my Xbox in general. Although, although seriously, all those, those fan girls because of your YouTube account. No, no, oh, no, not that. Oh yeah. There's a few of those, but not that many. <laughs> <laughs> Karina, Karina's going to run into that now that she's got the 500 mixer. Oh followers.
3: yeah. But, but <laughs> what, she, oh, I've actually sweet. you You're, you're going to get like, you're going to be able to cultivate dick pics for us.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. You can rate them. I'll send them to you. You can rate them.
3: Sweet, we can do that. That could be a, a thing. Let's, let's, please,
1: let's please don't send them to me.
3: <laughs> at least before they've been rated. Ross only needs thought, the highest you, quality.
1: No, I just don't. HG. I don't even like looking at my own, let alone other people's.
0: You know what I mean?
2: Get our 4K. <laughs> <laughs> none of this, <laughs> none
1: of
4: this sub none of be a sub, sub
0: <laughs>
3: <hint>. <laughs> uh, This is what happens when we do not podcast for a while. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wait, wait, on not on that subject, actually, wait, I think we're going to before we move on uh, to the interview. I do have another quick topic which I'd like to include, if that is okay. After the interview, we're going to reveal the result of the game of the year. Results, so make sure you stick around after the interview for that (laughs) so folks you've been waiting on it coming up now is our interview with rick so take it away reese
2: xbox snap this week's interview
3: all right everybody welcome back to this week's interview the very first interview of 2018 and we have a very cool guest for you today we have rick Lagnese, who is the community manager for warhorse studios who are the developers of kingdom come deliverance rick welcome to the podcast
4: hey guys thanks for having me and it's an honor to be uh on the first show of the first year
3: it's an honor to have you here yeah it's it's a a regular old party on the Party Check podcast, see what I did there. That was, that was bad, Ross. Cut that out, please. <laughs> he, he's not no. going to cut that out, is he?
1: No. I'm no, no. <laughs> so, going to open our mess up.
3: <laughs> all right. So, Rick, uh, like I said, welcome to the podcast. Uh, how Thank about we, uh, we we start off a little bit in easy? Uh, why don't you just uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what exactly you do at Warhorse?
4: Yeah, very good. Um, again, I'm Rick Legneasy, US Community Manager of Warhorse Studios, and uh, do some PR stuff as well. And I. A little bit about me. Um, I'm a nobody, but my wife makes me somebody, I think. Um, I've been married for, <laughs> I've been <laughs> for 15 years, so I've learned a thing or two, I think. Uh, <laughs> and I have five kids, and everything is done for them. And I, uh, matter of fact, they're playing Mario Kart right now. I said, keep the volume all the way down, and please no screaming. I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> but they know all how right. that works. On and, the Switch? <laughs> yes, on the Switch. We absolutely love yes. it. It's and... But, yeah, no, I've been uh, the U.S. community manager now since, um, let's see, uh, maybe May of last year, I think. And um, I'm the only U.S. boy there is. Um, and so I I love being able to do just basically everything and, you know, working a lot with the community on Steam and Reddit, um, newsletters, podcasts, obviously, interviews. Um, I, I love going to... E3 games.com and going to PAX uh you know this weekend and I just love showing off for a game. I love it that they even give me the responsibility of you know like the PR manager will sometimes have to do a live stream or an interview and I'll just have to, you know, I'll handle the press booth and I love it. I love that I was I was actually a fan of Kingdom Come Deliverance, a big fan um before I'd even met Warhorse Studios and you know it's a long story but the bottom line is I got very lucky. Very blessed to be working with them now. And uh, it's just an honor. Every second of every day, I'm, I'm, I'm a gamer before I'm a U.S. community manager. So I know how to work with the fans because I'm a fan. And I understand their concerns. I understand their wanting the game to come out. I understand their excitement, their passion. Uh, you know, I love it. So I, I think I work well with this because I'm, I'm a fan. I'm just like them. I am them.
3: So nice. Good stuff. One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> I Robot, right? One of us or no? Uh, you ever yes. seen the
4: movie I Robot? And he goes,
2: one "Yes, it's yes. been a while. I eh, need to watch that again."
4: Anytime someone says "one of us," I always think when he goes, "One of us." Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 so there you go. More randomness.
2: <laughs> well could you tell us a little bit about the history of Warhorse then? Um, how you know you all got it st- uh, started on the way to making Kingdom Come?
4: Yeah, it's kind of fascinating, really. Um, as all good uh, check ideas usually begin, they usually start in a pub, and so you have uh, Dan Varvra, who and he's our you know creative director. He's also behind Mafia One and Mafia Two. Uh, he was a creative director when the studio was in Prague, and uh, Martin Klima, and the, you know they got together. And Martin Klima, man, he he like has a big background in gaming too. Wrote uh, the, the script for. The role-playing game Dragon's Lair way back, and I think it was 1990 something, wow. um, and 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 so on and so forth. Uh, big background there, but basically, uh, they they came up with this concept of you know being that Prague, that's their homeland, right? Czech Republic. They wanted to make a game um, based on their own history, and it's never been no no video game has ever been made on Czech history before. So this is what Dan wanted to do, and Martin Klimo was on board. The problem was, is that nobody believed, I'm telling you, we talked to just about anybody to help invest in our game, and nobody thought it could be done. Basic, almost, obviously, you know, almost no one thought that you can make a game that's based on actual history without magic or dragons. It's just not possible.
3: I don't remember any dragons and magic in my Central European history class, but maybe I wasn't paying attention.
4: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, just so, you know, um, the idea, you know, came before, obviously, before the Kickstarter, which was in 2014. But before the Kickstarter, you know, a year or two before that, that's when the idea was, was brewing. And there was one, uh, you know, local investor that decided to invest, but it wasn't enough. You know, we had to prove that we could have a Kickstarter that was successful. And I think the goal was like 300,000 euros. And in 2014, we were the third most successful Kickstarter that year and did like almost, I think was it 1,300,000 euros uh, that year. So we crushed
2: Nice, it. nice.
4: Yeah, and um, we literally crushed it and literally would not be, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you guys if it wasn't for the support of our fans. So, yeah, we were, you know, now where we're at is – I mean, heck, we're, we're, we're like a little over a month away. I can't even believe it. And we, we, we're, we're going to show people why we can make a, a game that it's a video game. It's a video game first, but the history is very important. And they take a lot of pride in that. And that's what's developed. Our studio now of over 100 people.
1: So you're, you're going to be, as you said, there uh, releasing Kingdom Come Deliverance on fe- February should I say, 13th. For those that don't know exactly what it's about, Can you maybe describe the game for us and and your own words?
4: Yeah, of course I can. Um, So, you know, it's it's an RPG. It's an open world, uh, very story driven, uh, a -hmm. game that there's a lot of investigating and exploring uh, first person. And, you know, again, it's based on actual history, which takes place in uh, medieval Bohemia, which is now modern day Czech Republic in 1403. And that's where you have two kings at war. And you have uh, the king of Hungary, who's King Sigismund. They call him the Red Fox. And he uh, abducted his own half brother, who is the king of Bohemia. So he abducts the king, and, he's, and they're, they're brothers, half brothers. Um, his brother, uh, his half brother was King Wenceslas. And he did not have uh, he a lot of fans. He didn't even show up to his own coronation to be uh, crowned by the Pope. Because that's where the like the Holy Roman Empire was really going on, was in Bohemia at this point in time. So he, King Wenceslas doesn't even show up for his own coronation. And, you know, King Sigismund saw this as an opportunity for what? Of course, power control. And he, he comes in with this mercenary army called the Cumans and the Cumans are, they're this nomadic tribe and they were forced out of Asia by uh, Mongolians. And, then they lived in Hungary for 100 years, learned the language, and, and they raid your hometown, which is uh, Silver Scalis, which is a popular place for mining silver. Uh, and you play as Henry, son of a blacksmith, and you're you're on a quest for vengeance because your hometown has been raided. And um, most of everyone you know has been uh, slaughtered, including your parents, who've been murdered right in front of you. And nice. um, yeah, what's also really important in the story, and you'll see on the box cover art where Henry's holding the sword, where – uh you 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 forge a sword with your father for sword of Ratzikobilia, and it's really a, a very important sword because it's the very last thing you do with your father before he's killed. And it's been taken from you. And you 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 know, so you want to return the sword to its rightful owner. You want to restore balance by even though the king Wenceslas is a it was a lazy king, uh he he you know, he wants to restore balance and he wants to find out who's responsible and take vengeance.
3: So are are you telling me that if I pick up a history book, am I going to spoiler myself?
4: That's a very good question. And the answer is yes. Um, This, you (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's just a direct answer. The game is, what's interesting though is this. The game is not like a medieval simulator, so to speak. I mean, it's still a video game because, however, although, you know, there will be one ending to the game. And yes, history will repeat itself. It's completely up to you how you get there. So while there is a particular ending while, and there's over, by the way, there's over four hours of cutscenes in the game. If you played mafia one and two, you'll know what I'm talking about, about being a story driven game. And, but yet different cutscenes will unlock based on the choices you make. Dif- you know, you can avoid skirmishes by trying to talk, you know, maybe this gang member out of something, um, uh, you know, uh, intimidate him or persuade him. So people will have different stories to tell. And it's, it's really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear everyone's experiences because you're really, you're really going to have to sit back and think about some of the decisions you make because they'll have impacts on the game for sure. You know what though? What's really cool is that if you're really, especially if you do have a big interest in history, our codex is very lengthy. Like when you play some games and you want to know more about the story or the lore, you look at like, for example, Fexture Life has an amazing Wikipedia for like Dark Souls or Neo, et cetera, et cetera. We basically have one of those in our game and and then that's not just even about how to play the game that's about like all the characters that are in the game that are actual non-fictional characters that are npcs in the game or at least mentioned of the actual town's places what actually happened at those times it's it's really really incredible it's very in-depth
2: i mean you're talking to us before about um you know talking to different characters what about the uh unique first person combat
4: yeah absolutely so our first-person combat um, we try to make as realistic as we can. We have uh, – in our mocap studio, we actually did hire professional swordsmen and fencers to show us the actual animations of how they fought back then, which was, you know, HEMA, which is historical European martial arts. And what we use in the game is actually a physical collision system. So we, we calculate what weapon you use uh, based on what enemy – what the, your opponent is wearing and how much damage you will do based on how hard you hit them with, again, what weapon you're using, what they're wearing, what they're not wearing. Um, and, you know, whether you just graze them or hit them, like, you know, even if you hit someone in the chin, for example, their head just, you know, gets knocked right back. Um, with the first person, what what makes it great is the fact that you, like, for example, you even have six different ways to attack with a, um there's like a little, I don't know if you've seen it, like a little star, if you will.
3: I seen it in the videos, yeah. Yeah, and it's IGN, not like, I think.
4: Uh, yeah, definitely on IGN. And it's not like magnetic. So if you, if you swing up, it just means you're swinging in that direction. So wherever it lands is where it lands. Um, but what's important is you're, you're not just going to get like, for example, a sword that says plus 50 damage and another sword that says plus a hundred damage. That's not how it works. I mean, it's based on, you know, the strength of the sword, the, the, the sharpness of, of the sword, but it, you know, you could be a level 100 guy. And someone could be a level zero as far as like your fighting skills, and that farmer could kill you uh, in the beginning. He could also kill you at towards the end of the game too, because if he, that farmer, if you want to attack him for whatever random reason, and he has a sword
3: and he hits you in the head and you don't have a helmet on, you're gonna die. Huh. So, cool. I mean that that kind of makes sense. I yeah, suppose. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs>
0: it's very cool.
3: I'm, I've been told that's how swords work.
0: <laughs> Speaking of exactly. Speaking of swords and all of the historical accuracies that you guys are working in here, what kind of cool weapons can people expect within the game?
4: Oh, man. Uh, swords, maces, bows, um, uh, spears, uh, halberd, which is awesome in the game, uh, axes, um, the uh, what, what, what am I thinking of? The hammers, the uh, yeah, hammers in the game. Um, you can use you know daggers are great for stealth. And oh, uh, stealth. yeah, oh absolutely. Nice. Uh, stealth is a very important part in the game. I mean, you can um, you can treat it like I don't know, like a kind of assassin's creed if you want, you know, like trying to be take that stealth approach. Um you, you can tailor it to how you want to play it. There's no classes in the game. So a bit, like,
3: you a bit like Skyrim maybe. In that uh, respect.
4: Absolutely, because, you know, I, that's what I liked in Skyrim, is what you'd use, you know, you'd level up in. So it's the same thing. And then you, unlo- you unlock perks, too. Um, there's a lot of awesome... There's even perks for drinking in this game.
3: So, <laughs> I can get on board with that. Check historical accuracy. Very nice. Yes, check, on, <laughs> check out the check. <laughs> um,
4: also, too, with the combat, it's also important to note about the armor. Because in our game, there's, there's like 14 different slots for armor. There's two different slots for rings for nobility and all sorts of things. But, <clears throat> excuse me, um, with the armor, it, we have different layers of armor. So, you know, it, it's, it's important to like, you you're not just going to wear nothing under full plate armor, right? You need to have padding. So you'll actually have like your, you know, your, you know, long underwear or whatever you want to call it, your shirt, so to speak, then your gambeson. And then, you know, your your chain armor and then your full plate armor, just as they did back in the day. Um, we've even tested and debunked the myth that you move very slow if you have a, a full piece armor suit on, that they could still move kind of, you know, nice. I mean, not maybe not as fast, but not incredibly wait, slow.
3: Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that guys were running around like developers were running around the office in full plate mail?
4: I am telling you that Dan Barber has definitely tested this out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's brilliant.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. I, I uh, need to I
1: need to ask, can I borrow the full coat of armor? Actually, I need two. Because there's a, something I've always wanted to do, and, and that is I want to go into a hotel with me and my friend in a full coat of armor, walk up to the reception and say, Room for two nights, please. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I, I get it. You know, if I get some, I'll it for a big
1: And then ask if they've got any surcharges. Um, anyway, oh, um, oh,
3: that's so bad. Oh <laughs> you are waiting, waiting all night for that, were you? Yeah, pretty much. That,
1: that took a good hour off tonight.
3: Someone
4: said i anticipating.
1: Now, everyone is always asking about choice in role-playing games. Is choice an important factor in the game? Like, are we going to be sitting up all night jousting over our decisions?
4: Uh, I believe. So. Okay, let me let me let me put it this way. Um, have you guys ever played Fable Two? Yes. yes. No, one of my actually, I'm talking
2: about
4: <laughs> One of my favorite experiences of all time, and it sounds might sound silly, but it's when you become uh, the slave, like a slave, and you're you know remember you have to like your head get shaved and all that, and um, you there's a, like that evil lord or whatever you have to submit to, and if you don't. He keeps draining your dang experience points. And mm-hmm. do you remember that? Where he starts yes. sucking your... Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I won't submit. And he keeps taking all my dang experience. I'm like, I won't submit. You know? And I never did. And it was to me, that was really cool because I was struggling. Like, should I give in? Because I spent all this time trying to level up my character. And he just kept draining it, draining it for me. Um, and there will be things in the game that you know you'll have to definitely think about. I mean, there's some really funny things, too, in the game where, like you can dress up to play a part to get into something you maybe weren't supposed to by dressing up as a noble person. Um, or, you know, like you can, uh, you know, if, if you're all bloodied up, you might be able to get respect to some soldiers. Like, yeah, you've been somewhere, you've been places and wow, look at you, you know, or you can scare the crap out of people in the town because you're all bloodied up. Like, Oh my goodness, what really, you know, don't wash yourself? You're scaring me, you know? Um, but the, the choices are really essential. I mean, and, and what's also unique is it's not just the choice. It's also the time sensitivity. Because if you are, you know, talking to someone who says, hey, I have these bandits that are coming after me and I need your help because they're going to kill me. Are you going to help me? And you say, hey, you know what? Hold on a second. I, I, I want to go about, I need about five to 10 hours. I want to go do some side quests, maybe play some <laughs> mini games. You know, I'll get back to you when it's convenient. Okay, the classic <laughs> RPG thing. Of course. Very classic. Well, then what you'll find is you'll come back and okay, I did my side quest. That was fun. Where is this guy? And then you find him dead because he's going to be dead because the band has killed him. Um, what you could also do is, okay, so you don't do the side quest. Let's say you do want to help him out. Um, well, well, you know you can decide to kill the bandits with him or maybe just maybe you find those bandits that are looking for him and you say and you you actually team up with the bandits and kill the guy with the bandits then the bandits will give you quests to do oh, so that's cool and and that's just one of tons of different you know things that'll happen in the game there's people that will help you out and you can decide to to pay them for helping you or you can try and run away and then you'll develop a bad relationship with them um you can be that, that jerk that wants to try and rob from everyone and steal all their goods in the game. But here's what will happen. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you, OK, so if you're in a town, right, and you go in someone's house and you start taking their food and you get away, no one sees you. Like oh, all as well. Well, all of a sudden now you see that this person is at their house more often. And now they have like a dagger or a sword on them and you can see it because they may not know you stole, but they are suspicious now. And then you might see guards more walking around. They might start questioning people if you keep trying stealing. And then prices might go up in the market. So there are a lot of different pieces going on in this game that even if you skip ahead time, if you travel this way, things are always happening. So nothing is not just going to not happen. You're going to trigger things, and you can't just simply just walk away. People will remember, um, and you have to... You know, not just earn the respect of the town, but of the individual people as well.
3: That sounds really cool, especially the way that your quests can sort of cascade into one another. I think the last game I played that did that was uh, Fallout New Vegas a long time ago. Um, That sounds sounds really cool. Uh, I Actually, before I ask the next scheduled question, it's nice that people react to the way you look. I think one of the funniest things ever was like playing uh, Dragon Age and you and all of your characters are absolutely caked with blood in a cutscene after a fight and you're talking to these people and they, they just don't react at all like nothing. You're like, Hello friend, or like we're sure. here to help and you're covered in blood. But uh anyway, um so yeah I, I wanna know what do you think is one of the the actual like the hardest parts of making an RPG like this that people tend to overlook. Like everyone, everyone knows that writing quests is is difficult. But what do you, what do you think is is something that's not so appreciated?
4: Well, I think the biggest thing is probably going to be maybe some of the history of it, um, uh-huh. because there. Are, I tell you this. That they we have first off we have a full time historian that works on our team and she will make sure that we are on point that we keep things uh, in check. Get it in check. Okay, that was one of my lame <laughs> jokes. <Whoa. laughs> that took me a second. Yeah, I Please want to up-
1: not come on our podcast and outdo me. That's <laughs> not <acceptable. laughs>
4: You've been out the pun, ghost. All right, sorry. Anyways, and then we have. Uh, we have sculptors and painters. We have uh, this this gentleman. He he digitally hand paints um, these paintings that go in the monasteries and the churches. And I am telling you now that that there will never. I don't know if there's is if it's capable. Even if every fan in the world said this is amazing. I mean, yes, of course we appreciate even the littlest compliment. But I'm just saying there's so much detail that goes into the artwork and paint and the music. The music is on point as well. its I, I just think that overall, there will even be Easter eggs of Czech history, um, of the Gregorian chant that's done in the monastery of things that are said without trying to give anything away that uh, will just pay a lot of homage to history. And, you know, if you're in the Czech Republic, you will even notice your own trees. I'm telling you now, I was in San Francisco and I had someone from Czech. Uh, they were looking at the game and they go, oh, my goodness. Those are, that's my, those are my trees. That's my grass. Like they could see all their, you know, they're, they, they felt like they were home. So, yeah, sure. you know, th- th- that's probably going to be the most um, easily looked over thing because people will notice history. But, you know, obviously unless you're, you're looking at that Wikipedia and reading everything about it or going back, Oh my goodness, that's how the castle looks. Cause we actually did reconstruct, uh, construct castles according to how they were back then, because obviously they're completely run down or they're not there anymore. Um, but I've been to places that are actually in the game. I've, I I go to the studio for a couple weeks out of the year because, again, I live in the U.S. And I've actually been to these places. And some of these places, I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is, like, amazing how much it looks like I'm, I feel like I'm in the game. Like, I'm actually in the game, you know. So it's uh, – that would be it.
2: That's
4: awesome. The-
3: yeah. Ross wow. has been to the Czech Republic once, but I don't think he remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Krakow all over again. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and we done a lot of history stuff when we were there. Actually, absolutely beautiful Prague. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I the, the ancient history I don't know too much of. It was more the sort of building histories which I was looking at. But fascinating city. Fascinating. I'm city.
3: sure it was buildings you were looking at, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely but, what I had my eyes on.
4: Well, speaking of buildings, when I was in, you know, when you go into Prague, into the city, you know, the capital, there are some buildings there that are older than American history, the entire American history. So, that's the
1: hardest thing we've been around for five years. So, I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> <Something
4: like that>. <laughs> right, right.
2: <laughs> I feel like I need to go exploring more. <laughs> I've barely been any of these places.
1: You haven't been outside your flat in Birmingham, Karina? Uh, well, honest, that's so. true.
2: I actually haven't. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a little hermit. <laughs> uh so you kickstarted the game uh, originally so how was that experience I mean I'm guessing you know the fans have backed you up all the way
4: Yeah and and you know and, and again I came in you know after the the kickstarter but it, the, either way I was following them the entire time so the kickstarter was exhilarating because you know we we ex- expected that there would be you know, some degree, we had enough confidence that there'd be some degree of success, but the, the level that it achieved that year being the third most successful Kickstarter, I mean, heck, that just got everything full swing and realizing, oh, my goodness, this game is really going to be made. And, um, you know, that, that even allowed us then to, you know, we had released a beta um, uh, March of last year. And, you know, it was it was very, 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 very exciting. Because again, we you know you're you're not really sure when you anytime you release a game on Kickstarter the exact you know response you're going to get. But it was so overwhelmingly positive. Um, it it just I think that you know it will help inspire others to to make games like Kingdom Come. I really hope that one day we can start comparing games to Kingdom Come Deliverance, not just comparing Kingdom Come to The Witcher or Skyrim. You know that's and 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 that. Because of that Kickstarter, that gave us a lot more more faith. Honestly,
1: yes, that would be amazing, wasn't it? To be, you know, I suppose people are going to compare them, um, but to be remotely uh, considered as even on on level or better than, amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: I done all that just so I could say the word more.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's not Do you have, like it's a nice sheet of ch- paper next to yeah. you with a whole bunch it's of stuff.
3: to ask a question. <laughs> what I
1: was you doing? really <laughs> busy in work today. <laughs> so, for some violence shy Finnish people who will remain unnamed, who like to play their games and maybe not get involved in too many battles, are we going to be fighting all the time in this game? Or, you know, can you play a lot of it without having to enter into fights or battles?
4: Yeah, so that's that's a great question because you know Kingdom Come Deliverance is is actually not a fighting game, and what what that means is is that you you know when you're Henry and you're a soldier, you know you're you're not going to become some king or lord or control your army. It's a very story driven game, and and while Henry will, you know, have an important part to play. Don't get me wrong, the history will repeat itself, and. And as far as the violence goes, I mean, you could probably go through, I don't know, 75, 80 percent of the game with without killing anybody. You can even show mercy to people. Maybe by showing them mercy, maybe they'll show you mercy later on. Um, but that's what's great about our game is it's kind of up to you how you want to choose to do that. And there's while there is um, a lot of attention and detail that we've put into combat and by the you know there's there's like a you can go into even participate in tournaments and train and go into abandoned camps and there's bounties and you can take part in all the bounties you want and taking out people that need to be taken out that are doing bad things or whatever you don't have to really kill um, you know for the most part you you will be at some points some things will happen but you you don't have to and, and furthermore um, yes there is blood in the game but we we're not doing the so-called gore porn right like there's not going to be oh. uh well i'm just saying like <laughs> you know like if you have full plate armor on wh- what would be the realistic chances of you slicing someone's head off yeah. or armor
3: off? that's oh, like yeah. Yeah. to
4: none that just doesn't happen and this is not the movies you know this, this is uh, yes it's a video game but we're, we're not gonna um have the that over the top gore Gonna keep it balanced as we as much as we can and making it realistic as much as we can it's not every day someone's going to sever someone's head so
0: rick i gotta ask you one of our favorite bits about open world games are the bugs well not that any game we, we you know we want to have bugs or anything like that but uh it comes to mind is we had some of the folks from conan exiles on and they were telling us while they were getting the game ready for release <laughs> They had uh, a bug where the groin region of their characters would the male stretch characters. across the entire map. Oh <laughs> so, wow!
3: Uh, yeah. penises <laughs> stretching to infinity was his. Yeah. Exact Point one for the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
4: it's a feature, not a defense. I don't. I don't know if we'll be able to top that one, but uh, you know the 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 uh the the floating horses of course it's always somehow anytime you have horses they love to float on their own uh a <laughs> horse, horse that likes you know that that we we found that would stand on top of the some of the houses just like it was like protecting or watching over uh their so, lords <laughs>
2: <laughs> does that make it a unicorn
4: yeah that's right yeah, you, yeah sure you know a unicorn at the very uh, least
2: i mean of course his, history accurate
4: yeah right right you know we we had uh Just funny things like I had this one. Oh, this glitch was really funny. At least to me, it was where, um, you know, at night you just can't go into someone's house. Sometimes obviously the door for the most part, their doors are going to be locked. Um, But in this case, the door was open and this woman, instead of sleeping, uh, lying down on her bed or mat or whatever, was like lying down in front of the door in the doorway. And (laughs) I I just tried to get past her. I think I was trying to loot the chest or something. And no matter what I did, and then she just never woke up. She just stayed sleeping day and night. I tried to skip time and there she was. And I'm like, you've got, so then I tried, you know, killing her, couldn't kill her. Nothing. And it was just funny because it was like her domain and no one was getting by her. And you know, there, there's, there's like a plenty cat. more, you know what I mean? There's like where there's the two headed man walking around. We had that glitch going on. That was kind of funny, like the guard. And then there's like two heads coming out of them and the, you know that's always funny cuz then you feel like you got this like super cool challenge oh we do have fantasy in the game or something <laughs> you
2: <know?
4: laughs> so Hey, we'll leave this one guy, the two-headed man, and have him be imaginary. So. Uh, have you
3: been tempted to leave any in? Like the, when the, I think it was famously when, if you remember, when Skyrim first came out, there was that glitch where if a giant hit you in the right way, you'd like fly up into the sky. And Bethesda famously said, "Actually, you know what? We're leaving that in the
4: game." <laughs> oh, that was awesome! They had that happen so many times in Skyrim too. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean. There's 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 so much uh, of an importance of like keeping it. Obviously, again, it's a video game, but like the historical accuracy part, that we'll leave that up to the mod modding because there will ah. be mod game is released.
3: Oh, very nice. Oh,
2: okay. So as you mentioned uh, fable two earlier on. Uh, what about any others? Uh, do you have some favorite RPGs, or if you're playing any right now?
4: Um, I just finished playing Neo, and I tell you, for a guy who doesn't really swear much at all. If you you know watch me play at night, you would think, man, what this guy's a two faced son of a gun. Because <laughs> but I love it. I love games that are challenging. Those are my favorite games. Like I love Dark Souls. I will die a million times. I, I and I will actually not level up too much. I don't want to know all the tricks of the trade. Um, you know, there's all these tutorials on how to get better in Neo and Dark Souls. I refuse. I will be as stubborn as heck. I'll use as little as magic as possible. And that, that which is another reason why I like Kingdom Come because I love being the warrior, the barbarian and neo is fantastic for that again dark souls um i love breath of the wild i love how it's there's more rpg elements and it was definitely more challenging than any other zelda by far except zelda 2 maybe um what i mean i you know i i love rpgs i um what else there's there's a couple of, like lords of the fallen i love that one
1: it's a great game That's i think very game. underrated as well very
4: underrated
1: very underrated yeah
4: yeah. um and, and more but it's hard to you know with uh playing other games at this point in time because i really don't play during the day unless i'm playing the switch with the kids here and there um <laughs> because you know a lot of the games i play are definitely not for kids and <laughs> you know i uh do my 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 husband and fatherly duties so at at you know when everyone's sleeping that's when i game on and i i like playing uh i've been playing ghost recon a lot i love ghost recon and i love uh Playing like a single play. Oh, and of course, The Witcher. I, would you believe I have only played like five minutes of that game? So I can't I wait. I finished uh, it either. Can't I, wait. I
0: started.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 when, did, when did you buy it? Black Friday, yeah, finally.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I still haven't played it. I, Rick, I did want to ask you, I mean, from the, the trailers, the, the videos that I've seen, the game looks really good. Uh, visually, it looks really good. Any, any word, any hints on there being an... Xbox One X enhanced version at some point in the future. Oh yeah, no,
4: that's coming out for a release. We've already said it's oh. going to be a.
2: Yep. Really? Yep. Ooh, that'd be that'd pretty nice.
4: And and you know what? And I can say this. Actually, I'm just going to say it. I don't care what people say. I am more of an Xbox guy. There, I said it.
2: Nice.
3: You're on the right <laughs> podcast, my friend. Right <laughs> podcast. I know. I
4: I am, and I don't care. I now I have all platforms. I have everything. I have the Switch. Obviously, Switch, PS4, Xbox One X. I, have, You know, PC, of course, I have it all. And I still prefer uh, Xbox One, especially online, nice. hands down.
3: Well, we're all the same here. Yeah.
4: That's yeah, all right. It's yeah. all
3: right. Yeah, you're okay now, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you you passed the test. We're, we're, we're not going to blackmail you.
1: Well, I know what you were trying to avoid the question that everyone fears on this podcast when they come on. We ask, of course, all of our guests it, so... Are you ready for possibly the hardest question you will ever be asked in your life? Ooh, bring it on. Which classic video game character could you knock out with one punch?
4: Which which classic video game character could could I, myself? Yeah, Yeah. personally,
1: if it were standing in front of you.
4: Well, from, from one Italian to another, I will take out Mario. There you go. Uh-huh,
3: another <laughs> Mario. I think that's like 304 for the red guy. It's, you know what? It's just the old Italian plumber.
4: I'm <laughs> Italian. That's who I grew up with. My first game was uh, Mario and Donkey Kong for the Atari 8600, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yep. But not, wow. not many people choose Luigi because it's – I think I think it's – People feel sorry what, for him. No, 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 no. You, you need to play some Mario Kart. Nobody feels sorry for Luigi. Oh,
2: there's no, there's darkness
3: that. in those
4: <laughs> eyes. Yeah, plus, he's <laughs> taller, too. So I have a, I have an advantage over Mario.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> plus, uh, um, plus he's Luigi Mario. I feel sorry that he's subnames his brother's first name. Oh yeah, that's,
3: that's a bit true. emasculating. Yeah. Mario, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, Rick, thank you so much for joining us. That was, of course, the final question. Um. We are super excited to have had you on the podcast, and we are all obviously very excited, especially now that we've talked to you about it, to play Kingdom Come Deliverance on February 13th, correct? You got it. Absolutely. Can't wait. All right. Coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Thank you so much. Uh, We we wish you the best of luck with your video game. And uh, hopefully we can maybe get you back on here to talk about the first expansion pack that comes out in the near future, perhaps. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Any but, time, but, anytime, time. Brilliant. But uh, thank you so much again, and uh, see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: So thank you, Rick, for taking the time out to join us, guys. That was an absolute fantastic interview, and I cannot wait for this game. I don't know about you, it sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah,
3: I'm am really excited. You know, it's, it's always fun when you talk to someone who clearly is hyped up about the game like you know there's a difference between talking to someone who's just being paid yes i am here to talk about the game can i have my money now please and then you talk to someone who actually won't stop talking about the game just because they're so excited about it i i really enjoy that and the the hype always sort of bleeds into me i guess it's i'm really excited for it now
1: So, our final topic of the night, and it is a biggie. Towards the end of the year, famed r slash Xbox One moderator, Delicious Cheese, basically broke his fingers writing out some Game of the Year awards. Reese, do you want to let us know what the subredditors voted as last year's Game of the Year?
3: So, the game of the year for last year from our Xbox One was Assassin's Creed Origins. Woo! Yeah, surprise victory! In fact, Assassin's Creed Origins went on to be the highest awarded game in our Xbox One history. I've been doing this uh, for the last three years now, um, and and no other game has won as many categories as Assassin's Creed Origin did. It won Best RPG, Best Graphics, Best um Best Action Adventure. It won so many awards. Uh, and it's just a phenomenal game. And if anyone has not played it yet, you really you really, really, really need to play it. And of course, uh special mention goes to Cuphead for winning Xbox One platform or rather console exclusive of the year as well another well-deserved victory i think i don't think anyone was surprised by cuphead no,
1: no. well the one that i'm always intrigued about right and I, I don't think i've seen what won this year could you just confirm what won best racing game because it's always so close
3: well um i think best racing game this year was actually pool nation fx let me just uh let me just <laughs> check that's great <laughs> uh that's that's it's an old meme sir but it checks out uh yeah no it was it was forza i don't even know why i write that i don't even know why i write that seriously it's the same every single year but this year's award for forza was a little bit special in that it was and like it, it was it was just brutal how many votes it won by uh let me just quickly check actually i'll tell you how many it won, if I just scrolled down.
1: No no love for Need for Speed Payback?
3: Uh, I think there was like six votes for Need for Speed Payback, but uh, let me just scroll down here. Uh, yeah, so the margin of victory was basic... For, it won by over 3,000 votes. Like... It, w- <laughs> like, basically everybody voted for it, because we had uh, 3,281 respondents. So... Yeah, everybody voted for Forza 7 this year. It's not bad. And of course, uh, my favorite categories, most hated, was EA. uh, And the most most bangable character was the retry button in Cuphead, which was... uh, An interesting choice. And as always, very, very popular contenders in the other category were Major Nelson. Congratulations, Larry. You are mentioned quite a lot every year. And my mother is always a very strong contender for most bangable every year in the other category. Uh, and oddly, there was quite a few votes for the puddle slime from Slime Rancher and I thought that was unusually specific, especially to have so many people put that in the other category, but there you go Puddle Slime, well done. That's
1: mental because everyone knows that the Gold Slime gives
3: the best head Oh yes, very good but, um... we, uh, yeah, oh, uh, A couple of years back we gave uh, Most Bangable Character to uh, Kevin Spacey and that, yes. <coughs> that hasn't aged too well <coughs> <laughs> just, just putting that out there <laughs> I think we killed Clay? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think he's That's gone. <laughs> That's, Ross. That's, That's Ross. That's Ross. Ross.
3: That's, that was, sorry. <laughs> it's the truth. Though.
1: So another episode is over. Guys, thank you so much for joining me again for another week. And thank you to Rick for joining us.
3: And just to cut in here, you know, thank you so much, guys. All of you on here, except except Ross, because he's you know, rolling on the floor laughing, trying to recover from the from the Kevin Spacey joke. But uh, seriously, it's it's great to come back after a holiday and talk to you guys, and it's so good to to speak to all of the fans out there. We, we love you all. Um, we had a lot of people asking us when we're going to come back, and a lot of people saying they can't wait to get us back and hear us every week, and that sort of stuff uh, is actually... Really nice to hear, especially over Christmas and the New Year. So thanks, guys. You're all uh, you're all pretty great. And so for me and these other guys here, I I really hope that uh, you had an absolutely fantastic Christmas and an awesome New Year. And we cannot wait to hang out with you for the rest of the year. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Clay? Bo
0: Show.
3: That's good because you pause. I was like, wait, wait. He's he's not he's not gonna. He's not gonna be <laughs> I don't <care>. Thank you. Play <laughs> you. You you do the rec- like the intro every single week. That's not a pre-recorded recording. You know, we get you in here and you actually say that every I know. Week. Yeah. Every so week. Do you, you want to do, do the outro? Do you want to turn the Xbox off?
2: Xbox turn off You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. It's
1: Let's do this. Three, two, one, mark. Hello oh fucking <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll stop
3: talking. Every time. Mm. Every time. <laughs> How you doing?
1: How you doing?
3: <laughs> um, You're so much better at that than I am. <laughs>
1: Hello hey, no. and oh, <laughs> 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 <No>! oh, Podcasting.
3: <laughs> New Year, who dis?
1: as this week's interview is a little bit medieval themed, I just want to run by you some chat up lines that I've been using oh, no. on online dating. Oh, no. So <laughs> earlier on today I was writing some medieval puns for the forthcoming interview. And I thought, I'm going to try some of these on one of the various web apps I've
3: got. Also, it's not so just Tinder, mind- it's, it's various now, you've branched it.
1: No, no, it's, it's, it's just that. <laughs> it's, just that. <laughs> it's just that. So I want I want you to let me know what you think of some of these,
2: okay?
3: okay. As Karina, we're going to have, this is like your area of expertise.
2: Okay, go.
1: They don't call me Lance a lot for nothing, you know.
2: Okay, my, my dad's called Lance, so.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> swing and a miss
2: just to ruin that
1: one <laughs> my lady it's not the size of the wand that matters but the magic within oh
2: oh, oh really I feel like these are just going to get worse and worse
1: <laughs> dost thou practice safe hex <laughs> oh,
2: that was
1: bad I'm going to going. when the inquisition put me in the rack my limbs weren't the only thing that they stretched <laughs>
3: <laughs> this gets better
2: <laughs>
3: uh, Kara is just making noises you, now, I, like she's aghast. Like,
2: no. <laughs> have you have you used these on people? Have you got a reaction from them?
1: Of course, yeah. Like, what's a nice maiden like you doing in a dungeon like this? <laughs> <laughs> Dost thou know that chastity belt of yours would look great on my sleeping chamber's floor? Didn't your mother ever tell you a cleric a day keeps the black plague away? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm done.